Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I'm going to be podcasting with Brian Dean, who is the host of the Dangerous World podcast, which basically um, what you're talking about here is a, like a conspiracy podcast. And um, I consider him more of a, a journalist investigator of conspiracies. And he does a really great, great job of um, going through a lot of stuff um, you have to be an investigator. You have to hunt things down. He runs a legit show. Um, he also makes sure it's entertaining, too. And, you know, I'm going to be talking to him pretty soon when he gets on. But I just wanted to take this opportunity uh, while it's just me uh, just to explain to you how I'm running the Steel Mace Nation podcast and what my goals are. Of course, um, the root core audience is, you know, fitness people, steel mace people, and I'm always going to honor that. And I and I like talking about steel mace, and I like the people who train with the steel mace. So I'm always going to want to have these conversations about fitness and how cool the mace is. But I have other interests, and I know you guys do too. And it just so happens right now, after the past 25 months, 29 months, whatever we've been through um i've really 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 taken a keen interest in what's going on in the world when it comes to what appears to be um an american country uh that seems to be falling apart and really the world and really like western civilization and i'm concerned and i've been doing a lot of my own research homework if you want to call it that digging through um Digging through information, listening to podcasts like the Dangerous World podcast, trying to figure out what the F is going on. And, you know, between the virus and the injection that goes with it and with the appearance of like all of a sudden everybody wants to change their gender and it seems like there's an attack on Christianity and it just keeps going and going. And it looks and it appears like and to the, all the experts out there that I could give you their names if you want, you should follow me on Telegram and look up the Freedom Variant on Telegram because that's exactly where I'm really digging into that stuff and reposting um, good quality information. So if you're interested in what's going on in the world today – and what appears to be um, an elite parasitic takeover, uh, switching us over to communism, trying to switch us into a one-world government, a one-world religion. Um, you know, Klaus Schwab, have you heard of him? Well, he is the guy I'd like to get in the ring with, and I would kick his effing ass. Uh, although he is an elderly gentleman, and I'm still quite rather young and vivacious so that would be a little unfair so i would go into the ring with both hands tied behind my back and i would still kick his ass because he's uh basically a c-u-n-t if you know what i'm saying um but uh i'm i'm pissed i want to protect america i want to protect my friends my family i am a firefighter i guess it's in my nature to want to go to battle Okay, so that's that's who I am. I'm a regular guy. I'm a husband. I'm a father. And I want a podcast about other things in life besides the steel mace. And I know you guys are interested in this stuff, too. So, you know, 
follow along with what's going on here um, because we'll be digging in to not only uh, the World Economic Forum, the New World Order and all that stuff, but I will also be digging into the occult. And I'm not a supporter of the occult. I just had on Jamie Pinto, uh, the alchemist, who he, he gets into that stuff too. And I don't really know where his stance is. You know, I'm a Christian and I think if you mess around with the occult, you're you're on your own. You know what I mean? But I want to understand it because the more I understand that stuff, the more I understand Christianity and where I stand as a Christian. Uh, you must know your enemy. You know, it's Sun Tzu. Know yourself and know your enemy and you will win every battle. Only know yourself and don't know your enemy and then you might win half. So understand who your enemy is so today uh i wanted ryan to share his knowledge because he does have a lot of knowledge from being an investigator uh about the um world economic forum and klaus schwab and you know he's the guy that started the world economic forum and that ain't cool because um that guy has written a book uh le legit wrote a book and you could read it yourself and he tells the whole world exactly what his intentions are and his intentions are straight up destroy freedom and democracy he says you will own nothing and you will be happy which no we're not going to be happy and it's also interesting how he says that you will own nothing not not us not him you and that's that's communism that's marxism you know nobody owns anything and everybody's happy delusional utopian shit is what it is um so i will definitely be digging into more and more of this stuff as time goes on and um you know look it's it it, it is what it is and um i'm also going to be getting into plenty of other variety Literally, I will talk about anything that's fun and cool, interesting, weird, conspiratorial. Um, you know, I want to hear about people's stories. You know, they might not even work out. They might not exercise. They might not even have a clue what the Steel Mace is. But us in the Steel Mace community, we do have other uh, hobbies and interests. And we're going to, like a, like a little community that we are, we're going to... We're going to explore those together through this podcast. So thanks very much for, uh, you know, being being part of this podcast. It's been three years now. And thank you to the sponsors, Adex Mace and Club. Go to adexclub.com and buy an American-made adjustable steel mace designed to smash Marxism. <laughs> and also, speaking of freedom... Um, let's go with, uh, I'm just being notified by my guest that we're going to be starting a little bit later. So that's fine. I'll just, I'll just edit this and attach it on. Um, and speaking of freedom, freedomstrength.us, freedomstrength.us, uh, look on Instagram for freedom strength co. So freedom strength, CO sandbags, weight vests and like uh apparel and um 
do check out steelmacenation.com for apparel and workouts. And my guest, Ryan, Ryan Dean is also, um, he's got a website, dangerous world, um, dangerousworld.com. And, uh, he sells shirts and clothes there. And, uh, we're going to be looking at his website real quick because he's got really cool t-shirts and I think you guys will get a kick out of them. So let's get to the episode. All right, everybody, it's Ryan Dean from the Dangerous World Podcast here. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I think my audience is going to enjoy it too. What's up, man? Not a whole lot, dude. I'm really honored to be on the show, and um, I can tell, I think that you and I are going to have to talk again already, man. I, I like just the whole vibe that you put out, dude, and uh, you seem like a, a great guy just from the little bit that I know of you, man. So you're welcome on my show. I want to get that out of the way right away. You're welcome to come on my show. So uh, That would be fantastic. I would love to come on. I love, I love going on other people's podcasts. It's, it's a different vibe when you're the guest, right? Oh, yeah, dude, and it's so nice to, like, cross – pollinate the audiences and like just get you know familiar with other people and get other people familiar with your work man we put a lot of effort into our shows and it's cool to get recognized by other people so yes and you do you do do a good job your show is um like i consider it professional you sound good and the topics you cover right you're 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 going into conspiracy land but you do it well it's not a, a mess it's very logical in your approach. I could tell you do a lot of research. And, um, you know, I know we're going to cover a few topics today. I have my own little pet topics I want to cover with you okay. uh, for selfish reasons because, you know, um, I got it out for Klaus Schwab. And I just got <laughs> to learn as much as I can about my enemy. So um, you're not a fan of Klaus, dude? You, you don't like him? No, there's. I can't find anything about him I really like. I thought maybe I liked his accent at first, but it just <laughs> kept reminding me of other people from history. I'm not sure who, but yeah. just somebody from, I don't know, like the 1930s, 1940s, who might have had a weird mustache. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, his dad was pretty tied in with all those guys. Yes. Who was his dad? Uh, I forget his father's name, but he worked for Escher, Weiss, and She. Are you familiar with that company? Oh, it was Eugene Schwab, right? Um, Eugene. I actually, um, he's he almost they almost look alike. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's Eugene Schwab, and yes, he was an engineer, and he also ran his own concentration camp. His father mm. ran a concentration camp. Yeah, and you're right about that. It's Eugene Schwab, like you said, and he worked for Escher, Weiss, and She, which made the turbines and the flamethrowers for the Nazis. Now, I did not know that he had his own little uh, private concentration camp. That sounds like a fun thing for him, you know? Yeah, so I got that information from one source, and it was a post that somebody put up that uh, I seem to think that they're pretty legit. Maybe we should just tag this with possibly needs needs to be looked into a little bit more. It's got an asterisk next to it. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, like, what got you looking into him? Was it just the uh, you know the whole World Economic Forum and his mm -hmm. connections with Harvard? And I mean, he's a big buddy with Kissinger and all those guys, right? He was mentored by Kissinger, right? That's from my understanding, yeah. Still is because Kissinger is actually still alive and well. I mean, he's somehow his brain is intact still at his age. He can, he's not he's definitely not shot out like Biden. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. Well, and there's some wild things about him too. You know, I, I've heard that he's like a homosexual, which you know, obviously, I got no problem with. But that was a big problem back in the day, right? right. And so, um, and when you kind of learn about him. He was like this playboy. They tried to to cast him as like the the ladies' man of the era, right? And everyone's like super attracted to this guy. And I mean, maybe it has something to do with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some sort of blackmail ring going on, and and this dude really is in fact gay. But they make it seem like all the ladies love him because what's up is down with these people, you know? They do the opposite. Yeah, they do. They like invert everything. Yes. And so, you know, you're doing uh, – you're like you're, all your podcasts are about this stuff. And one thing about inverting stuff, that, that brings up Satanism, uh, yeah. right? What do you know about that? Oh, man, it's one of the things that I'm like totally obsessed with learning about right now. You know, I lean towards Christianity myself. I, I really consider myself agnostic. My audience knows that just because I, I say it almost every damn episode, you know. And um, what's interesting about the Satanism – especially when we're talking like Freemasons or uh, like the elite, any of these groups, I actually just learned quite a bit uh, from my buddy, Joel Thomas about the brotherhood of the snake. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of like the predecessor to the Freemasons and all these other societies. And what they, what they like to do is they look at Lucifer as the positive side of the devil. And they look at Satan as the negative side. And, you know, if you know about the story, obviously Lucifer was God's best friend. Um, gets cast out of heaven after he becomes jealous of God's creation of Adam and Eve, right? Then when he gets cast down to hell into his own kingdom, that's when he becomes Satan. So if you look at the way that they see it, they see the, the right side up pentagram as a Luciferian star. The upside down pentagram is the satanic star. And, you know, you can go into that with Adam and Eve being part of the Luciferian star, Samael and Lilith being part of the, the satanic star. So yeah. a, an upside down pentagram is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Uh, to them, it would be the, the negative side of Satan. So it would be a bad thing. That's why you have like the goat head, the goat of Mendes, right, is inside of the upside down star. And that's what Baphomet is inspired by. Um, now, the right side up star has a man inside of it. The top is, is the head. The two side points are the arms. The two bottom points are the legs. Flip that around, you get a goat. Now, I don't understand all of the okay. exact... I mean, I, if I'm able to screen share with you, I can actually show you a picture um, just so that you can understand it here a little bit because it is very interesting to me. Yeah, so I just interviewed somebody. Uh, his name is Jamie Pinto. He's very well known in the Steel Mace community, and he's into a lot of this stuff, occult and everything. And actually, he had two right-side-up pentagrams right behind him. Um. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's that was always confusing to me. And I just figured, well, if somebody's got it upside down, they're they're straight up saying they like Satan, but right side up. I was like, well, what are you what? So you're talking about uh, negative and positive polarities, basically. So essentially good or bad. Yeah, you see it in like the Star of David or the Seal of Solomon as they use. They'll use like the right side up triangle as white. And then the one pointing down is black. Uh -huh. That's kind of a nod to that Lucifer because they love dichotomy, right? They love like like 
I myself have good and bad things about me. You probably do too, right? Everybody Absolutely. out there has a good side and a bad side. And they really, really worship that dichotomy, the duality. That's why in their lodges, they've got checkerboard floors everywhere, white and black. Um, it's just to represent both sides of everything. And, and you put it really well right there, polarity, which okay. it seems to really run the world uh, is what polarity Really represents. what's Klaus Schwab? Uh, what's the World Economic Forum? Are they Luciferian or are they? I would say that they're probably Luciferian. Yeah. All right. So they, uh, they think that they're doing good work. I believe it was on your uh, Instagram, which is Dangerous World, uh, Dangerous World Pod, at Dangerous World Pod. And it was on your Instagram. I dug up um, an old, a slightly older post, but it was uh, Nancy Pelosi saying um you know you you're why wouldn't you vote for this bill uh mother nature is angry and and she's upset and it was real creep she is a friggin creep man yeah she's a friend of the show friend of the podcast you know over here <laughs> <Okay. Great. laughs> no yeah she's wild she she's a good insane. drinking buddy <laughs> yeah dude yeah you can you can throw a few back with her i'm sure yeah so she so she's one of those weirdos too right luciferian you're saying yeah yes yes that <laughs> should uh, be more man, professional. Yeah, with her, it's tough um, because a lot of these people think that they're doing the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. Like even Hitler thought he was doing the right thing, right? That's why he took that symbol of the swastika, which throughout history is a very positive symbol, right? Right. Right. And then he bastardizes this thing, and so now no one uh, will will use the swastika the way that it was meant to be used. Which it's crazy to say. It, it, this is how well he did at damaging that symbol. Is that even talking about that symbol being a positive thing? You're looked at like a Nazi. Uh, yeah, actually, right now, if somebody wanted to, they could edit this clip out and mm. make you sound like you're pro pro Hitler if they cut it out right, just the way you said. Which probably somebody's going to do. So, <laughs> well, hopefully not. If they do, I'm you know I, I'm ready for. I, I I take smoke all the time, dude. I'm ready for it. So yeah, uh, if anyone wants to rise to the challenge, uh, I'm ready for it. But. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's been done several times. I think that the Christian cross is kind of used in that way, too. Um, something really sick about it where, you know, they they show Jesus dead constantly. Yeah, that man. seems like a negative thing to me. Why not talk about, like, what he did throughout his life instead of worshiping his death? It's very dark. Yes, that is a good point. But I suppose because in Christianity, we're supposed to be reminded that there was a, a Christ who rose after his death, right? Is that why maybe it's the, it's to impact you that that's not a permanent state that, but uh, it needs to be reminded, I guess. I think that their logic is that they say that, you know, this man died for you, right? Um, the son of God died for you. And, and um, you need to remember that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's, like I said, it, it seems very dark to me. I don't know why we can't think of, um, you know, his words been completely tampered with too. They yeah. make him seem like he's this big, like meditating, basically just this wimp. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you really look into him, he was a pretty tough dude. He was willing to fight people and fight for what he believed in and flip tables over in churches. He despised churches. Yes. Right. This is not what we, what we're told really. He, he, we, we are told that he's this, church going you know follow the state follow the leaders of the time and um you know don't ever fight because that's bad and mm -hmm. and all that you know it's just not true though yeah there's actually a lot of pagans out there people who uh worship um odin and you know they're like vikings and they always refer to like how how christ is nailed to a cross and he's weakened and and 
and their their god is is you know strong and powerful and they i think they got it wrong too based upon what you were just alluding to yeah what do they refer to themselves as like heathens right yeah the heathenistic religions and things yeah i mean it's so it's confusing when you look into it but the symbolism i find just fascinating like uh you know i went through a freemason packet uh recently and the symbolism, like the idea that um, the national animal was supposed to be a phoenix, uh, Benjamin Franklin wanted it to be a, a snake, um, all these different things. And somebody wanted it to be a turkey too, right? Yeah, was that Benjamin Franklin too? He wanted a turkey, which is very strange. Because it fed everybody, right? But everybody yeah. was like, that's a kind of a weak bird, man. That's not going to scare people. So they went with the scavenger, the yeah. eagle. But uh, yes, and then a snake, I heard that too, and um, apparently, is there some conspiracy out there that says that America is actually, means like feathered snake? Yeah, Amaruka, which is like the original name of, of, of America, is, is yeah, it's a, a, a feathered serpent, basically, right? Like the uh, yeah. Aztec gods and things like that. I learned that from a buddy of mine. And you know what? I'm just pulling stuff out of my ass and I'm throwing at you and you are batting them. This is what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> listening, this guy is legit. Ryan knows his stuff. Look, I'm just, this is not even scripted. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. You're, you're good, man. And I, let me just say something here. Um, I had this thought. So, like, nowadays there's all the censorship and everything, right? Yeah. And, you know, I want to try to say something as eloquently as I can to do your type of podcasting justice. So nowadays, an investigative journalist works for a media firm, and uh, they're not going to bite the hand that feeds them, right? They're all getting paid big bucks by, like, Pfizer or somebody, right? So they're not going to say <laughs> jack shit. So um, they're they're out. Then you have independent journalists who, like ivory hecker she's on youtube she's uh blonde and she worked for fox and they she she said what she wanted to say and they they got rid of her now she's independent and she goes deep man but she still has to she's not willing to go into the tinfoil hat zone because then she'll lose credibility with her peers now there's you guys investigative conspiracy journalists that's I don't know. That's what I'm calling you. Yeah, and like um it. yeah, and and you guys are willing to go into the tinfoil hat zone. And yeah, uh, you know how to make it entertaining. And I know that's an important thing for you to make that something entertaining. But furthermore, you're gonna dig up little truth nuggets out there in the tinfoil hat zone that nobody else would find. And you're you're like you're the tip of the spear when it comes to this investigative journalist, uh journalizing or whatever. Um, Maybe I'm making up a word right now, but yeah, like um, you guys are important because there's stuff out there that you're never you're never going to really hear about the background of uh, the possible religion that Klaus Schwab is following. And this is key stuff because it's what motivates them. So um, New World Order, uh, One World Religion, what's that all about? What, what are we what are we facing here? Well, that is really perpetuated by the Lucius Trust, and this is a huge thing that I'm just completely interested in. I, One of my buddies that also has a podcast, he's having a tough time actually getting the episodes out, but he uh, reminded me about this Lucius Trust, and, and they're, they're all about, like, they're, they call themselves 
and the UN actually refers to them as the spiritual guides of the UN. They, they kind of teach the UN about spirituality and they seem to worship this fifth and final Buddha named Maitreya. And he's a weird figure. Um, they call him the cosmic Christ. Um, he's like at the top of the hierarchy when it comes to like these, these Christ like figures. Um, you have like Kuthumi in there from India, um, the Tibetan, which, you know, that that's his nickname, I guess his real name is Dwajul Kul, which is a really weird kind of sounding name. Cool. K H U L. And, um, yeah, man, they're, they're all about just trying to, uh, like if you look at how Albert Pike, uh, views the Christian and the atheist, it's the same to them. They, they try to polarize these, these groups and then shatter their beliefs all at once, whether it be through like Project Bluebeam, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with that, where they kind of fake an alien invasion, or um, it could potentially be, um, you know, we could see over Israel, like some entity coming down, like the Antichrist, right? Like they could fake this stuff yeah. with technology that they have already. So it sounds wild if you haven't looked into it yourself, like to your audience or anything. It may sound like I'm just, you know, talking about crazy stuff. There are actual documents on Project Bluebeam, and they've put a lot of effort into this. And you can see how well this is done with holograms and concerts and stuff today. I mean, there was one wild, wild thing I saw with uh, Kendrick Lamar performing at a concert. And out of nowhere, you know, the, the people don't realize they're watching a hologram, but out of nowhere, he just disappears. And everyone kind of gasps in the audience because they think that they're watching the real Kendrick Lamar. And then they find out in that instant that, yeah, that, that was a hologram, just like the old Snoop Dogg hologram and all that, and the Tupac holograms and things. It's it's very possible. Um, there's technology out there to do this stuff. So uh, as far as uh, the one world religion, though, goes, I think it's kind of more Hinduism and Buddhism that they're trying to perpetuate. It's more spiritual. Um, it's all peace. They don't really have much of a history like the Christians do with crusades and things like that. Um, so, you know, it's it's very interesting that they can sit there and say that they don't believe in god but then at the same time they they really go against christianity and jesus and things like that so i don't mean to sound like a bible pusher or anything because i'm not but no right which i think is is great in a way that's i i'm a christian i yeah, yeah. so how, how i'm i'm not saying i think it's great that you're not um but i think it's you're because you're not a Christian, that helps with your investigative journal. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have even said that. That's very. Well, no. no, I get what you're saying. Like, like I'm not biased. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. I try but at to the get... same time, I, you know, a, a, a good Christian should say, well, maybe you should want to be a Christian, you know, but I'm not. <laughs> well, you I'm not know, saying... I think that I think that all religions are kind of um, they're borrowing from each other. Right. And I think that there's proof about that. But I, I like what i know about jesus or what i've been told about jesus so i, I kind of tend to follow what he talks about or what he talked about well you said um, you're an agnostic right i consider myself that but i lean towards christianity pretty heavily okay so yeah because agnostic just means you're not sure right yeah, exactly yeah. i but i mean like a lot of times as a christian sometimes i'm not sure I mean, I think that I think it's the only way to be for, for me. Right. And I don't think, uh, you know, uh, the hardcore Christians will tell you that, uh, you know, if you don't believe in God fully, then you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't believe that, man. I think that if you're a good person, like so you're going to tell me not you, but like someone's going to tell me like, you know, you can go around, you can kill and you can rape and you can do all these horrible things. But as long as you accept Jesus in your heart, you're fine. I mean, right. that doesn't make any sense. So 
you know, I, I try to be a good person. I try not to deliberately mislead people or take advantage of people. And um, I think that that's kind of what Jesus did, right? Um, he hung out with prostitutes and he hung out with horrible people. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't judge them. He hung out with them. He tried to help them when they needed it. It seems like, I mean, I wasn't there, but um, I like that idea of just being around people, not judging. And then if someone, if someone is going to be a dirtbag, then you hold them accountable, right? Like Klaus Schwab to, to circle back to him. Um, these people need to be held accountable for what they've been doing, man. And um, I'm not saying that, that we need to like enact street justice or anything, but uh, they need to be held accountable big time. Uh, Fauci, Pelosi, um, she almost caused freaking World War III just because she wanted to like secure her insider trading in Taiwan with these semiconductor chips. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah, right. These people are, are their they're criminality. Uh, it's different than it used to be. Yeah, uh, up until like 30 months ago, 29 months ago when all the shit started, we were all sort of like, yeah, we know, we know they're criminals. We know they're they're stealing and stuff. But they kind of left us alone and we just said it is what it is. Nobody, you know, humans will do. But it, they crossed <laughs> the line, man. They yeah. crossed the line because now um we're all personally feeling fucked with and um it, it's it's like Wait a minute. You know, you want to you want to smash everything um, that has been created in this country, the Western civilization. You think you're better. You think your religion is better. And 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 we know that uh, it's it's all seated in Marxism. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It seems to be Marxism, which is funny. You're bringing up so many things. I want to touch on the Marxism thing right after I... Uh, so, you know, you said that that they feel that they think that they're better than us, right? And the reason why, um, at least from the Brotherhood of the Snake perspective, is that they actually believe that they have the blood of the gods in them um, through oh. Cain's bloodline. Uh, you yeah. know, Cain and Abel. Um, for those that don't know, Cain killed Abel, and these are some of the first humans ever. And... Um, from Cain comes Tubal Cain, who created the first weapons. He was the first blacksmith, and the Freemasons really kind of idolized Tubal Cain. They say if you're really good at your craft, whether it's uh, basketball, podcasting, uh, anchoring news, acting, any of that stuff, if you're very good at your craft, you're summoning Tubal Cain, which is again the first blacksmith, first weapons creator. Without him, in theory, there wouldn't be war. There wouldn't be you know fighting of any kind. This is at least what they kind of tell you. So um, it's very interesting that they they feel that they have this bloodline of Cain within them. And Cain is kind of looked upon as like this evil entity, right? It, kind of a bad guy throughout history. And um, I mean, if, if you thought that you had the, the blood of the gods in you legitimately and you were told this throughout your entire life, you might kind of look down on everybody else too. And you might think that they are nothing but a servant, right? Yeah, um, a worthless eater. Ex ex hey, to quote them, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, I still blame them. I'm not trying to like, you know, cast aside uh, any, any of their uh, actions at all, but man, um, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, Oh yeah. They, they think that we're no better than rats. And you know, Yuval Harari, who I know you mentioned in our DMS, he's referred to us as rats many times. And this is a, uh, the right hand man of Klaus Schwab, a right hand man of Klaus Schwab. And you were talking about homosexuality. Yuval says he's a homosexual. He says he's a homosexual and an atheist, but he brings up God a lot in his conversations. I, I saw one clip where he mentioned the Bible being a, a complete book of lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's attacking I, I, Christianity. 
He's attacking Christianity while also being atheist. And I think that this just kind of, um, you know, again, tying it back to Albert Pike, he says that the atheists are no different than the Satanists and Luciferians. They're the same thing. Really? Um, now, atheists wouldn't wouldn't consider themselves Satanists. They just don't believe in any of that They don't stuff. believe in anything. Whereas yeah. a, a person who worships, say, Lucifer or whatever, they actually believe. But yeah. isn't an atheist a person who believes in nothing? They actually believe in nothing, right? So well, it is it, a belief. Absolutely. It's a religion. And and I've said this many times because, you know, my old co-host, Brandon, he's very liberal. He's my cousin. Yeah. Very liberal dude. Uh, considers himself atheist, even though he's probably one of the most educated on the Bible. He's read through it cover to cover multiple times because he's got a Catholic girlfriend, basically his wife. They've been together for quite a while. And um, very, very knowledgeable when it comes to this stuff. But sometimes he says things to me that don't make sense. Like he said things, and I've heard you cuss a couple times, so I'm going to say. Yeah. He said uh, he said multiple times in conversations on the podcast, fuck God and fuck all this stuff. And I'm like, well, dude, if you don't believe in God, why are you saying fuck him? You know? Right, and he's right. like, well, no, fuck the idea of God. And it's like, you know, they have this anger towards God for some reason. Right. Even though they, they simultaneously say that they don't believe in him. So I think it's just a rebellion. It's it's following in the footsteps of Lucifer when he became Satan. Saul Alinsky dedicated his book, Rules for Radicals, to Lucifer, the first ever radical, right? These people, um, without knowing it or without admitting it to others, I think deep down just have this hatred for God for whatever reason. Because there has been some horrible things that have been carried out by man in the name of God. They falsify um the position of god in their own heads catholic church for example um you know the the rosicrucians and all these groups throughout history have used god's name to commit some horrible horrible things man right. Right. but that's just luciferianism in disguise of christianity or catholicism or whatever yeah and you know i was having a conversation with somebody pretty knowledgeable uh about religions and stuff like that and i just threw this out there um because it was a thought that i had and it was that way, way long ago, uh, the Christians, not the good ones, the ones that um, basically, like you just talked about. Yeah. They persecuted all these other religions. Maybe it was the pagans or somebody. And now there's this old story that uh, our current day pagans are uh, referring to saying, yeah, remember when the Christians did this to our people? Remember yeah. they did that? Remember they did that? And that's given them the fire to hate Christianity, and they're just lumping all Christians into one ball, basically. And that my buddy said, yeah, that sounds like it's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like how, um, you know, black individuals today that are kind of more on the liberal side will say that white people today need to be held accountable for the sins of their ancestors. Yeah. Same concept. You know, it's just, it's false, man. Right. You know, my ancestors probably were racist, right? I mean, I'm a white dude with uh, roots in the South, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were probably, there was probably some racist back then, but there was a lot of racist in the North. There was a lot of racist in, in England. There's a lot of racist, believe it or not, in Africa, right? Yes. I mean, there's racists all over the place, especially back then. It's a very tribalistic way to look at things. And and uh, I think, you know, these people that say that they deserve reparations and things like that, maybe there's some truth in that, but I, I just don't see it that way. They sure were kept down in the 60s, right? They, were, they weren't allowed to get mortgages and things. Um, man, you can't hold me accountable for that kind of stuff, though, man, because I, I look at black people the same way I look at white people. 
Yeah. They have had a harder path to get to where they are if they're successful, but man, um, it, it's a, it's a real shallow way to see things, I think. But you mentioned something too, Marxism, right? Cultural Marxism and things. Are, are you familiar with the John Birch Society? I, I just kind of looked into them a little bit. No, you mentioned it in the DM and I started to look it up, but then we got onto this. So yeah, what, what's up with that? So it's, it's pretty interesting. It's alleged that Alex Jones is a part of this society. And oh, it's really? basically, yeah. So what it is, um, it was started by this guy. I believe his name is Robert Welch. I know his last name is Welch. And he was a candy magnet in, uh, in, in from Kentucky, I believe. And this guy like invented the sugar daddy, the sugar daddy candy. Oh, okay. So pretty wealthy dude. Names his John Birch Society after an American colonel or captain or something that was killed by communists in China. Um, started in 1958, and it basically was um, to root out communism because communism had infiltrated the government at the highest levels. He alleged that um, Eisenhower was a communist, right? And Eisenhower is kind of looked upon favorably by the conservatives. Now, this the LA Times did this article on the John Birch Society being like, yeah, conspiracy theories stem from this John Birch Society. And so it's fitting that Alex Jones would be part of this. Um you know, what's funny is when they're going through it and you're reading it and they're like, his, his theories get crazier and crazier. He believes that there's this one world government idea and the United Nations wants to take over, you know, uh, take everyone's guns in the United States and all. And they're listing things that like, there's proof that this is real. So where's the crazy part coming in, you know? Yeah. And uh, this guy that I actually played a, a 17 minute recording on my latest episode. Um, it's a 17 minute long conversation that he had with Pat Buchanan and Tom Brannon, I think on, uh, Crossfire. That's an old show in the eighties. Yes. I remember it. Do you? So yeah. I'd never seen, I'd never heard of the show. I'd heard yeah. of Pat Buchanan. He's still around today. I believe. Yes. Pat yes. Buchanan. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they're talking, they're having this conversation with this guy, uh, Larry McDonald, who's a Democrat, but he was the head of this conservative organization, the, the, uh, Birch Society. And this guy is just sticking it to these dudes. You know, one of them is confirmed CIA, the Tom uh, Brandon guy. And then Pat Buchanan, you know, a, a Pilgrim Society asset, right? Now, he's talking about the Council on Foreign Relations, trying to take over all kinds of things, the Bilderberg Group, um, the Trilateral Commission. And he's sitting there just telling these guys, hey, yeah, there is a plan to infiltrate government at the highest levels of society. He's talking a lot of shit about the uh, director of the CIA and all these things who the Tom character next to him is close with. He works for the CIA, right? Now, four months after this conversation airs in May of 1983, uh, a plane, a commercial plane that McDonald is flying on in September accidentally, in quotes, crosses into Soviet airspace during the Cold War era, right? This plane gets shot down and this dude dies four months after talking a lot of shit about the CIA and the one world government. Uh -huh. It's fascinating. It's on YouTube. If anyone wants to look it up, type in Larry McDonald last interview. And it's a 17 minute clip, a fascinating debate, but dude, it, I mean, so that's, I mean, that's kind of like glossing over the surface of what the John Birch society is, but they attack communism uh, supposedly. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I noticed sometimes people uh, die after they say things and it's always a coincidence to people. Um, but you have to wonder, is it, is it really? And, you know, it's a conspiracy theory now and people think 
a conspiracy theory is something like it's false, it's apocryphal, it's lacking authenticity, but it's a theory of a conspiracy and a conspiracy is two or more people doing something bad. So how could you not believe that conspiracies are real? And I, I also, um, I also noticed uh, you had a post up um, that the UN declares war on dangerous conspiracy theories. And when I saw that, I was like, the UN, they could declare war on so many things. 192 nations joined at the hip, and they decide they're going to declare war on dangerous conspiracy theories, which goes to show how concerned they are about keeping everything under wraps. And um, I find that I find that as a piece of strong evidence that they fear people talking. Yeah, I mean, because their their arguments are falling apart. You know, their their side of the whole story is just completely falling apart. Anyone that's paying half-ass attention sees that something's wrong, sees yeah. that something's going on with the election of Joe Biden. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Donald Trump. Like, I, I think that he, um, by the way, uh, I think a John Birch uh, society asset, big time, just like Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um you know, every once in a while, they need to throw us these people like Reagan, who seems like a America first type dude, uh, Trump, who seems like an America first type dude. They need to throw us these people because we didn't like any president after Reagan, really, or really since too. Or I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, before, really before and, and after yeah. JFK was kind of looked, looked favorably upon. Then you look into him a little bit more and he was kind of doing some shady shit. Um, man, it, it's so they they really do have us figured out they're a million steps ahead and they're actually out there creating conspiracy theories too so that there is just a total lack of faith in government they want that big yeah. time yeah it's, it adds to polarization man if if i'm sitting here and i'm saying that there's 50 genders right and you're saying that there's two we can both go out there and we can prove our statements with science backing it like there's credible websites that will that will back up my claim that there's 50 genders, and then you know just common sense and also some mainstream websites will back what you're saying that there's only two, right? right. So this is kind of what Aleister Crowley was talking about back, you know, when he was talking about the age of Aquarius and all this stuff, where there's not going to be an up or a down. No one's going to to have any facts that they can stand behind, man. No one's right, no one's wrong, and it leads to a lot of chaos chaos ryan we got about five minutes um okay. and i do want to pull up your website and show people your shirts um and also while i'm doing that can you tell the audience uh where would be a good place to start on your podcast as far as like uh do you have a favorite episode or something like that that maybe um a, a beginner to your stuff would be into or it doesn't really matter just jump on anything yeah, I mean, if we're talking about kind of like the things that we we're getting into today, um, episode 259 and 260, I kind of talk about black magic in government and how they kind of push this onto us. Okay. Um, that's a huge one that I really liked a lot. 253, I talk about the United Nations Temple of Understanding. Um, I mean, I you can go through and just, if anyone's interested, just check out any kind of topic that might jump out to them. And I release these Monday Night Master Debaters that I do with a bunch of other folks. And we uh, we have a lot of fun just kind of talking about just crazy stuff and no agenda on there. We're all over the place, but it's a ton of fun. Okay, so that's all I heard there was that there's group masturbation going on. So 
pretty much yeah we do the jeffrey tubin stuff you know <laughs> all right that's cool man uh yeah everybody who's watching on youtube if you're if you're listening on audio trust me he's got cool shirts uh, the government is the virus. Uh, you got your logo, which I love your logo. It's the Eplubrius uh, <laughs> Unum, the the steel. Yeah, the pyramid, and then at the top, it's a it's a it's like a a shit. It's yeah, a shit with an eyeball in it. Uh, funny man. So you're you're a funny dude, and yes, your podcast is very entertaining. And um, I like this one, make conspiracy fake again. And then you got <laughs> all this ring around it with all these different things, pizza and uh, Bigfoot and everything. The fake pigeon. You see that one with the camera for a head? Oh, right. Well, what was that supposed to be? Have, you haven't heard that theory that pigeons are fake and they're government spies? <laughs> okay, it's so just like, one of those crazy theories. They're like robots or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Drones, yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So that's the dangerousworldstore.com. And uh, everybody, you know, go there, buy buy a damn shirt from the guy. Well, he's working hard. And um, anything else, Ryan? Before we go, I really love this. It went too quick. I'm definitely gonna want to have you come back on again um, for another. Dude, yeah, one. you're you're welcome on my show too. I think we can probably dive deep into some crazy stuff, man. And and just honored to be on your show. Uh, that was very seamless how you just threw the website in there. That was very professional, dude. I like that. Oh, thank you. I've been, you know, it's <laughs> one of my skills. I just do it just like that. <laughs> well, yeah, you can talk and type at the same time. I cannot do that, dude. So, yeah, you're, you're beating me in that department big time. You know but... why? Because I swing a steel mace and it's, it helps with coordination. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no, I can't do any of that either. So, uh, yeah, man, no, this was a blast and it did go way too quick, man. I, I'd love to talk with you yeah. hours on end, dude. I got a dog appointment to get to after this, though. So even if we couldn't uh, go too long, you know. I hope dogs, your dog dude. is okay. I love dogs. Thanks. We have cats in my house, but um, they're kind of like dogs. Kind of like dogs. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, he's fine. He'll be good. He's a tough guy. All right, man. Everybody, that's Ryan Dean from the Dangerous World Podcast. Check him out on uh, – are you on YouTube? Uh, barely. My presence there is pretty small, but I do have a little channel there. Okay, so it's like Spotify and, and iTunes and all those audio platforms, right? Yeah, I focus on audio and then the Patreon. I, I do some video clips on patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. We have fun over there, too. Oh, and... I should have talked about that earlier with you. I like to plug all people's stuff. Uh, yeah, so you go to Patreon. You, you not only support Ryan, but uh, you get into some deeper stuff, right? Yeah, the episodes are full versions over there. I, I basically play like an hour for free, and then uh, you know music fades out. And if you want to get to the whole thing, you can just go to Patreon. It's uh, uh, that's awesome. So I'm, full I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's good, and and people should check that out. All right, my man, Thanks, thank man. you uh, for coming on. You, it was a blast, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon, my man. Yes, sir. You too, man. Thank you. All right, take care.